Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, here we are. <clears throat> we got a little bit of earth, wind, and fire for you. Always good for your soul. The Paul's Ice Show. We are off and running, as quite often. So much happens in between like when... Uh, when I'm on, and then we have pirate games, and then I'm on again. Um, so I don't even know where to begin other than to, to say <clears throat> I was uh, already, the, other than to say, uh, basically, are you an Eagles guy? Joel, are you an Eagles guy? Yeah, I'd say so. That's what I thought. You got to be happy. You got your quarterback in place for quite some time, and he's making a lot of money. Yeah, I would be very happy if I'm in Philadelphia right now. You got five years, $255 million for Jalen Hurts. $179,304 guaranteed. Joel, I think I could pay some bills if I had $179,304 guaranteed. Wouldn't that be great? Unbelievable. 110 of which comes the minute he signs. And then... Uh, I think he gets the other uh, six. I think he gets like 50 more next year. And I think all that guaranteed money is all within like the first three years. He makes it. He makes it. And of course, uh, now the next step is who's next? And to me, the biggest part of this story, of course, is the way that it was spun immediately with re- with reference to Lamar Jackson. Immediately, it was spun. And I saw some of the same, you know, usual suspects on uh, social media, the national guys that are always carrying the water for Lamar Jackson. You know, I see a lot of those guys, right? The uh, the, the whole thing about it is, you know, they, they, they're, 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 half of their narrative goes away because half of their narrative is that something is racial going on, right? Something that is sort of going on, but there's nothing, obviously, you know, it's hard to make that case now that four out of five, four out of the times I tweeted earlier, four out of the top five, Four out of the top five paid quarterbacks in the NFL are black right now. Four out of the top five. Think about that. 
So obviously all of this stuff with respect to, well, you know, they're, they're locking them out. They're, you know, black quarterbacks don't get as much. Four out of the top five. And it just goes to show you the whole Lamar Jackson story is silly. It really is. So, and what I mean by silly is it's pretty clear that the that the Eagles view uh, uh, Jalen Hurts similar to the way that the Ravens view Lamar Jackson. The difference is Jalen Hurts has an agent. And if you have an agent, it's somebody who can negotiate things for you. It's somebody who can actually understand your value and the market and the value of the rest of the league. That's the biggest thing. Period. I think at the end of the day, you sign an agent for that reason. I heard people, well, you can't give an agent 10 to 15% of your money. Well, you don't. Most NFL agents make about 2%. And at the end of the day, if you think about it, it's capped at 6% of their salary. And so at the end of the day, agents will basically make a little bit of money. It's between 4 and 15%, but guess what? Most most NFL there's another NFL agents are not permitted to, to receive more than 3%, NBA agents not more than 4%. There's there's the percentage. And here's the thing, if you're a really good agent, you don't take 3%, you take 2%. For the same reason, you know, those twins we always hear advertising on here? What, what is their stick? They, the 25% is better than 40%, right? You, do you know why? Because people hear that and say, wait a minute. I can give 25%. I can pay 25% here or 40% here. And guess what? A lot more people go up for the 25%. So it makes up for itself. And it's the same thing with agents. It's a very competitive business. Very competitive. So, for instance, a guy that's making $250 million probably has the power to tell his agent, listen, I will pay you 2% of what what my salary is. But it's worth every penny. And the other part of it is, well, you know, he's not getting his his, uh, guaranteed money like Deshaun Watson. Guess what? Jalen Hurts didn't ha- didn't have to have the whole thing guaranteed. Why? Because he probably because he has an agent who understands the business, understands the fact that you've got basically <clears throat> that you basically have one team, the Browns, who were stupid enough to make that deal, and that the backlash is that every other team is basically saying we're not making a deal like that. So trying to get trying to get your money when you don't understand the market can be difficult. But more importantly, trying to uh, leverage whatever it is that the Browns did in, into your own deal 
it's just it's not working. You understand that. And, it, and, and Lamar Jackson would understand that if he had an agent, if he didn't have his mom representing him and representing himself. The truth is, I've heard this saying many, many times, a man who represents himself has a fool for a client. Have you ever heard that saying, Joel? Not till now. So all of these discussions about Lamar Jackson are stupid. They're only going to get worse because now that Jalen Hurts got paid, and God forbid in a few weeks, months, whatever it is, when Joe Burrow gets his money, then it's going to really ramp up because then we're back to the white-black thing. That's really what, it, that's really what happens. All of the people that were angry and, and, and upset, all of the people that were angry and upset about, you know, Lamar Jackson, they had to take a step back now because Jalen Hurts is, is a black quarterback who got the most money of anybody. And the standard was set a few years, it was the last year, by Pat Mahomes, another black quarterback. So at the end of the day, um, you know, the, 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 the point, the thing you learn, the thing you learn is that it's very, very simple. And that is the Steelers have what? Two or three, two or three years with Kenny Pickett before they have to start paying 40 or $50 million a year. I guess, what, three years, right? He was a first-round pick, so they have a fifth-year option. So really, three years. But if Kenny Pickett has an agent, which I'm sure he does, who knows what he's doing, after the third year, they're going to start pushing for an extension if he's proven he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Because after year three, now it's like, okay, now I've given you three years. I've proven I'm, I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Guess what? Now you need to pay me, big time. But now we know the market isn't ever going down. Pat, Pat Mahomes' deal was last year, wasn't it? I think it was last, or two years ago. It was either two year, last year or two years ago, whatever it was. And guess what? It's already obsolete. He's fourth now on the list of, of highest paid quarterbacks. He's fourth. And I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's going to reach that level, but if he is a uh, franchise quarterback, if he's the guy that we thought he was, at the end of the day, <clears throat> actually Mahomes is fifth now. Watson is fourth. Kyler Murray is third for some reason. Aaron Rodgers is second. My point is, Daniel Jones is getting $40 million a year. Hopefully, Kenny Pickett can at least get to Daniel Jones territory in terms of how good he is. Dak Prescott is making $40 million. So, if you look at this right here, right here on this list, there's nine quarterbacks. Five of them are black in terms of the highest paid in the league. And you know me, I don't care white or black, but the people that are trying to make this deal out that Lamar Jackson is being unfairly treated is silly. I mean, he's not being unfairly treated. All of these guys have an agent. And their agent was able to work out a deal. And when they started saying, well, Deshaun Watson 
He got everything guaranteed. Their agent was able to say, it's not going to happen for you. $180 million is an incredibly a lot of amount of money. You should take it and know that in a five-year deal, what's the likelihood, uh, uh, Joel, what's the likelihood that in five years, because I think this is a five-year extension, right? Isn't that what it is? Five years, six years, whatever it is? Yeah, five years. What's the likelihood in five years he's going to get cut? If he has some major, major injury, insurance covers it anyway. Work, you know, he'll get he'll get money anyway. It, it'll be someone else who will cover it. What's the what's the what's the likelihood that he's not going to collect all two hundred and fifty million bucks? Probably pretty likely he won't. But I think he will in five years. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's very it's almost no chance that he doesn't make it five seasons. He's in his prime. So. Right, of course. And teams need a quarterback. Got to get to a break. It's 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Uh, we keep hearing about um, <clears throat> this idea that you can't necessarily um, <clears throat> win with a quarterback that is on a, a max contract, but we just saw a team do it <laughs> last year. And now the goalpost was moved to, well, yeah, but that's Mahomes. That's different. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if you just want to keep moving the the the, uh, uh, the goalposts to meet whatever it is that you uh, you know want your narrative to be, but it does mean uh, it does mean that you basically um, have to consider the idea of roster management and the amount of money that you have. That's the big thing. And I think that when you think when you look at it that way, the Steelers are in a place where, um, you know, just about the time they have to pay Kenny Pickett, they won't be paying Cam probably won't be paying Cam Hayward anymore. It's possible they might be not paying uh, uh, T.J. Watt anymore, and I'm not saying that's the case, but I am saying that, you know, some of these ones will probably, uh, what I would say would probably be, uh, <clears throat> what, what, I would, what I would tell you is that, that part of this is the fact that you have to really understand 
um, that the Steelers know coming down the road they're going to have to probably pay Kenny Pickett. So they're watching every one of these things, and they're trying to figure out how it's going to play out. Because if, if, if it doesn't play out the way they want it to, then all of a sudden you have to, uh, uh, you know, you have to then take a look at the whole big picture and say they're going to have to redo some of their roster. That's why I don't think that they're going to have one of the other stars unless they're going to be able to rework their deal to make it work. But quarterbacks are, are, are a lot of money right now. They just are. And so, to me, when you look at it from that standpoint, it's going to be, you know, important that the, that the Steelers keep going forward and keep making sure that they are going to uh, be in a good position, whereas if Kenny is able to do it, right, if he's able to get moving and, and get to where he needs to get to, um, then – that means they're going to have to pay him a lot of money. And I think if they have to pay him a lot of money, uh, it is going to be uh, really important for them to be in a position where they can. But these quarterback deals coming up are going to be just as important, really, if you ask me. I mean, Herbert is up. Burrow is up. Lamar Jackson is up. But, again, I don't think that Lamar Jackson – I don't think that – Lamar Jackson is necessarily the uh, um, somebody that you would compare Kenny Pickett to. I don't. <clears throat> I don't think he would. You would compare him to anybody, to be honest. And I think that's the most important thing. So uh, you know, you have to uh, really, really get to a point where um, you look at all of the other guys in the league that are comparable to Kenny Pickett before you realize. But then you see a guy like Daniel Jones, for instance. And you say to yourself, well, you would really hope (laughs) that Kenny Pickett is as good as Daniel Jones three years from now so that he can get that big, big money. So, um, you know, I feel like that's that's really the case. Um, We have... I have Joel I was coaching all weekend so it feels like right now you know because I coach rather loud it feels like right right now I've got like glass in my throat you know what I'm saying yeah I've got you on that one It, 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 it just feels like I've got glass in my throat right now so I just feel like we've got to you know go forward here um and and that to me is just one of those things where it makes it tough to talk. And it makes it tough to continue to talk for these longer segments. Over on the other side, I was fine. But here it makes it a little bit tough to talk. It's finally catching up. At any rate, the NFL, there there are lots of lot lo- there are a lot of there's a lot of uh uh, moving parts with all of these rosters, but the one that fits the most is the uh, the the one that fits the most is probably um, the quarterback. That's what I would tell you. 
So uh, here, here's where I would tell you that you have to, um, um, if you're the Steelers, be be really really uh, understanding of the fact that it's difficult, very difficult, to pay your quarterback uh, if you've got a lot of other stars. And and I think Jalen Hurts, what he did was reset the market a little bit today. He did. So I, I just feel like that's that, that's the most important thing to remember is you have to uh, do all these things. And you have to do it in a way where, you know, you, you keep your roster in a good place so that you can be ready to do it when it comes to Kenny Pickett. Um, <clears throat> I got to talk to you for a couple minutes, Joel, because this is just really difficult. Uh, when you talk about <clears throat> paying the quarterback for the Steelers, I look ahead and I say, I think the Steelers, I think Cam Hayward will be off the roster before they have to pay uh, Kenny Pickett again. And, and, I, and I, I think that either Minka Fitzpatrick or Watt will be too. I know they're both signed longer than that, but you know how the NFL is. If I had to ask you three years from now, who's less likely to be on the roster? Would it be Minka or would it would be T.J. Watt? That's a great question. Uh, they're both super value, valuable to the Steelers. If I had to pick right now, probably Minka Fitzpatrick would be my guess. Uh, if you're, you know, if, if they keep playing at the level that they're current, play, currently playing at right now, then I would have to say Minka because it's really hard to find big time pass rushers like T.J. Watt. So I would say probably keep Watt over Minka would be my guess. Yeah. I would think that too. Um, the other issue is here, it's going to be really very interesting in many ways to see what if they go get a shutdown corner? What, what Then what? They're going to have to pay that guy, right? Probably, yeah. Um, like if they don't I, draft him, if they need to go out and get a guy, right? I'm just saying that's going to be interesting. And I guess he would be in for a big payday maybe the year after Kenny Pickett or maybe two years afterward if they wish to re-sign that corner. Well, like I said, I just think it's going to be uh, – um, I just think it's going to be really interesting uh, to see how all of this sort of pulls together and adds up because, to me, it's going to be interesting uh, uh, to see if they can manage the cap in a way that when they have to sign Kenny Pickett, they don't have to cut anybody, right? Here's the other question, and I'd get into this, but uh, my my glass throat is not working right now. Um, <clears throat> will Kenny Pickett be the kind of guy that gets $40 million? Not right now, I don't think so. I think he's got to have some better passing stats, probably, and and throw for two touchdowns in a game for once, you know? Um, he's got to take a big step forward. Otherwise, I know they just barely missed the playoffs. They were probably one game away, but there's got to be some improvement. And, I mean, if there if there isn't, and he probably doesn't have to play at an MVP level. Right. But if he's not, you know, up there and, and winning the division and making the playoffs, 
a couple of times. Yeah. Can't see how he gets one of these big contracts that Jalen Hurts and uh, Burrow and Justin Herbert are going to be receiving shortly. Right. There's no question about it. Uh, but anyway, uh, we've got to get to a break. Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about the baseball team. It's 93.7 The Fan. Six uh, Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Texas on the Edgar Snyder and Associates. Fan text line 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. 93.7 The Fan wants... Your youth baseball and softball teams in action with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Parents and coaches send an email to us at Sports at 93.7 The Fan to register your team ages 12 and younger. And 93.7 The Fan might be uh, making a stop to see a game or tournament brought to you by Living Treasures of Laurel Highlands. Um, <clears throat> also, we didn't have a guest, but the fan hotline presented by Nemecolon around every corner. Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. We're getting ready for the NHL playoffs, right? Did the Penguins play tonight? Uh, wait a minute. That's right. They're not in the playoffs this year. <laughs> oh, well. I'm just kidding. I do think, however, it's important to talk about what happened with the Penguins this year. And to me, it's very, very simple. I'm not being dramatic when I say this, but this general manager hire is one of the most important hires that that a a Pittsburgh sports team has had in recent years. Because, you know, like, for instance, when the Pirates hired their general manager, let's say Ben Charrington completely screwed it up, in which I don't know if he did or he didn't. Obviously, we don't... (laughs) Four years later, five years later, whatever it is, I mean, we're still waiting to really have a good idea of what he did or what he didn't do. But, but, the Pirates weren't going anywhere anyway when he came. If they screwed it up, it would just basically be another four or five year plan and you move on. What makes this Penguins hire so important is that there's a two year window left. Would you say that's fair? Two years with Crosby, Malkin, Latang to realistically have them playing at this kind of a level where you can build a team and still win a Stanley. Would you say two is a fair number? Absolutely two is a fair number. Right? And if I'm not mistaken, two is the number that two more is what Malkin and Latang are signed for anyway. I think Malkin actually might be signed for three more. But this year, if you think about it, if you think about it, They got 82 games from both Malkin and Crosby. (laughs) They got about 65 from Latang. Most of them, ones that he missed, were early enough in the season in like December and whatnot that, you know what, he played a lot of the last two and a half, three months of the season. I'm not saying you can't get that again, but I would say you've probably got a couple of more years, max, before age finally does catch up and all the other stuff. So whoever they hire, they can't afford to hire the person for any other reason other than they are somebody who is really good and creative and forward-thinking and can build a team right now. Because at the end of the day, you can spin it, well, you know, they missed the playoffs by one game. 
But the reality is, <clears throat> the reality is they had everything really kind of fall their way. And the middle of this Eastern Conference was incredibly mediocre. You know, the Islanders, the Panthers, you know, these teams that were right ahead of them. They should have probably been buried a week or two earlier if those other teams were, were but, but all of them were kind of the same. At the end of the day, it's important to remember this. That you don't basically have more than two years to get back to a legitimate level of being a Stanley Cup contender. I mean, if they'd have won three more games and been the sixth seed or two two more games and been the seventh seed, they wouldn't be any closer to a Stanley Cup than they are now. And what you you got to realize is this team has a lot of issues. They they need a goalie. We can talk about that in a second. They need help their defensive pairings. They need at least two defensemen. Legitimately, two. And they need to rebuild their bottom six. There's a lot that needs to be done here. So you can't just go out and hire a general manager or whatever. It is basically really important that you go and you get a guy who has experience building a team. Period. And it can't be somebody, well, we're going to go young and up-and-coming, you know, person. I think you got to get somebody who knows what they're doing. You've got two years, essentially, to get this right. It's got to be someone who could basically almost win GM of the year, right. year one. Right. Like, like, it has to be somebody who's really good and savvy or at least has a team that's really good and savvy at manipulating the cap because they're going to have to do some of that to get around some of these contracts they have in order to try and sign people. It's going to be somebody, it's going to have to be somebody that's good and savvy at making trades and getting return for their investments. Maybe even more for their investments in, in a trade than what they're giving away. It has to be somebody who gets it that way. It has to be somebody who has had experience that way. It has to be somebody who really is going to be able to be really sharp and is going to be able to go out and make the deals that they need to make. Period. And that's the whole thing. Now, as far as what needs to be done, the first question I would ask in the interview is this. I would say, go, right? What is your plan at goalie? That would be my first question, Joel. 
We talk. I get you know, get some of his background info. Give him, let him give me some of his bio. Right. We would talk for a little bit, and then I would say, "Okay, now what is your plan for Tristan Jari?" And if it said, "Well, you know, I'd like to have him, or like to sign him, or like to bring him back, or I think he's the kind of guy," I would say, "Okay, thanks for your time. Goodbye." Tristan Jari cannot be on this. He cannot be a part of this plan. He just can't. He can't be a part of the plan. Because at the end of the day, he, he if, if he is, you're not going to be good enough at the most important position out there. Period. You're just not. You're not going to be reliable enough at the most important position on the ice. <clears throat> Period. You're just not going to be able to do. I mean, you 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 have to move on from Tristan Jari. That's the first thing. The second thing. What are your thoughts on Brian Dumoulin? Well, you know, he's been a gamer for the Penguins. He's been tough. He's been hard nosed. He's been really good for the Penguins. I think we should give him another shot. Give him another couple of years. He's been a very loyal soldier who's helped him win a lot of games. Okay, thanks for your time. We'll see you again. Because that's another guy that's got to go. And any of the contracts that you can possibly get out from underneath, they need to go too. (coughs) I mean, essentially, anybody that's not named Chris Letang or is in the top six should be in danger maybe of getting pushed out the door. And I would even float this out there, Joel. You're probably not going to fool anybody, but there might be somebody who you might be able to fool if you tried to trade P.O. Joseph. You're probably not going to get any takers because he's, what, about 126 pounds after he gets out of the shower, right? But at the end of the day, he's still one of those young guys with promise. Sometimes people overpay and overvalue those guys, right? I'm just telling you the new guy has to be very creative, very creative, and has to be very aggressive. At any rate, uh, we've got to get moving here. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.